What's up to all my listeners out there? My name is Lindsay, and thank you so much for checking out the And One Podcast. If you're new here, hello, welcome, thanks for checking us out. And if you're an old listener, thanks for sticking around and thanks for checking out this episode. Today we have an amazing episode of Girl Boss, but it's not just one episode this month, it's not just two, we have four great interviews coming out every Friday in February. This month is the month of Girl Boss working in sports. Each week, I'll be talking with someone who works in sports where they talk about their career, what their jobs are like, and their outlook on women in sports. My goal for this month is to inspire women to want to work in sports. Because of women like the ones I'm interviewing, it's helped me believe that it's possible, so I want to help inspire more through my interviews. This week's interview is with Katie Bernard, and if you guys want to check out the rest of the interviews for this month, you can go to my Instagram where I have a post with all of the amazing women I'm going to be interviewing. And we're going to get straight into this episode. So I'm super excited because today I have Katie here to talk about her job and everything that she does with sports. So first, why don't you give a quick intro about yourself? Yeah, sure. So my name is Katie Bernard. Um, I am currently the Assistant Director of Marketing for Athletics at Florida Atlantic University. Um, originally from Thibodeau, Louisiana, started my career in athletics about five years ago uh, while an undergrad at Ole Miss, um, and then it continued through grad school uh, at Nichols in um, then I got here in August, uh, so it's been a little under six months. Uh, I work mainly with our women's soccer program, our men's basketball team, um, and our baseball team. I help out with football, and then I oversee some of women's basketball. That's super amazing, and I just wanted to start off by saying that I'm so excited to get to talk to you and hear your story, because my dream is to actually work in sports marketing, and like I love marketing so much, so I'm so grateful that you're taking time out of your day to speak with me and all my podcast listeners to hear about your job. I was just wondering, were you a sports fan like growing up, and that made you like want to go into sports, or like was that just like the only jobs available? <laughs> oh no, grew up a, a huge sports fan. I mean, definitely started, I was about three or four, we lived in Houston for a little bit for my dad's job. Um, and he would take me to Astros games, um, work had tickets. And so he would give my mom a break from a toddler and take me to the ballpark. He actually jokes. He would feed me one of everything in the ballpark, um, <laughs> and get me to fall asleep. So he could watch the game and pay attention. But then as I got older, I started watching and learning and just fell in love with the sport of baseball and out of the area of being in sports and being in that world. Um, cousins played football growing up. My cousin played college football at Tulane um, and then went pro for a little bit and now works in it. So watching him and his journey, just it was always something I was around and I could never picture my life without it. Um, so no, always loved it and always knew I wanted to work in it. Um, are the Astros your favorite sports team or do you have another one that's your favorite? They are. They definitely are, which gets a little bit of heat lately. <laughs> um, but I also, I mean, born and raised in Thibodeau right outside of New Orleans. I'm a, I'm a hoot at a diehard Saints fan too. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Yankees fan, so our fan base doesn't really, oh. <laughs> doesn't really like the Astros that much, but. Okay, I've been to Yankee Stadium. It's, it's gorgeous. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I've been to um, one game before that I went to my first baseball game and it's so amazing like being there for actual baseball games. Like the feeling is so different than just like, cause like when I'm at home watching on TV, I'm just like, this is so boring. Like, I feel like I'm going to yeah. fall asleep, but when you're there and, like, the vibe is so different. Oh, yeah. It's it's something else. Something else being inside a, a ballpark or a bus stadium. Nothing, nothing's quite like being there alive. <laughs> yeah. And did you always know you wanted to work in sports? Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, I thought I wanted to be an agent. Um, and then I got my job at Ole Miss uh, as a student worker and realized there was this world of marketing and fan experience. Um, and completely, I mean, within a few months, completely changed my mind and... <laughs> 
on what I wanted to do. And, and here I am now. <laughs> Were you ever like discouraged about working in sports since it's like usually seen as like inherently male and like obviously a lot of the stigma has been broken more recently with a lot of things going on, but like when you were start, first starting out, like going to college, were you like discouraged ever about it? No, never. I um, was super fortunate. Not only like were my parents and my dad, like, no, you got this, go ahead, go do it. Um, you know, getting that job at Ole Miss, I was surrounded by, you know, these incredible staff members, um, Janice Rupert, who is still there. And so is Paris Buchanan. And I had MC Hamner and Kaylee Candy, Jenny, like all of these incredible people in, in that department, who worked with me and encouraged me and there was never, I never felt like I couldn't do this or didn't want to do this. Even getting a full-time job. The biggest thing in sports is you'll get told no a lot in, in the career world. Um, there's a very finite amount of jobs and countless of talented, qualified people. Um, so that can get a little discouraging, but I, you know, if you love it and you're passionate about it and you keep pushing through like that, yes, will come. My yes came here at Florida Atlantic and I mean, it's, it's worth it. If you push through and persevere for it, it's, you know, never a doubt. <laughs> and I know that you got a lot of your internships, like through your college and stuff. So like, was it a lot easier to get most of your jobs? And like, I know you have your FAU job now, which isn't obviously through your college, but was it like, easier <laughs> to get like the resources through there or was it harder? Um, it was definitely easier, I think, because there was a starting point I knew. Um, at Ole Miss that if I just went go look on, you know, olemissjobs.com um, and looked for student jobs, ones and the ones in athletics came up. Um, but I mean, right now, especially for anybody looking to get in, I mean, there are tons of different platforms and job boards specifically for sports that, you know, countless of opportunities and avenues to find them. Like I said earlier, there's just that finite amount, you know, of them, but it's definitely, it's always possible. And if you, if you work hard and, and are very passionate about it, your, your time will come. <laughs> yeah. I know like with the, like with social media being very new, like that's created a lot of new jobs. It's like people that oh, yeah. just specialize in digital marketing. And because before mm -hmm. it used to just be like, you had to know like traditional media or commercials, but now right. there's just yeah. like, a lot of young people are able to get hired just for knowing how to use TikTok or Instagram. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely. And that's like the great thing about all these different digital platforms taking off too. There's more opportunities coming open and, you know, it's not just a college department, athletic department or a franchise. There are so many different avenues that are, that deal with the world of sports that, you know, I even still learn. I'm like, I didn't even think that that could apply to my industry, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> so no, definitely completely agree. So I wanted to start off by like starting from the bottom. So you went to, sure. so you went to Ole Miss and I noticed mm -hmm. that you majored in accounting at Ole Miss. So first, why would you ever want to major in accounting? <laughs> like what made you think that was like really fun and like seemed great? <laughs> well, like I said, I thought I wanted to be an agent. Um, so I talked to, you know, my dad is a huge, a huge factor in my career. He's who I go to for just about everything career-wise and advice-wise. So when it came to picking my college major, I sat and talked to him. I talked to my cousin who played professional football, who was now, he works for the Saints now, um, and talked to him. And I was like, look, this is what I want to do. I think I want to be an agent. What should I do? And my dad and my cousin and, you know, a lot of other people I have met through this industry, accounting was just a really good option business-wise to learn the, the money side of things in that aspect. Um, and then the plan was to go to law school after but that changed completely. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was accounting and I was pretty good at it. I was pretty good at 
at math. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a tough four years, but I love that I have an accounting degree. <laughs> How quickly did you realize that like, cause obviously now you, you minored in marketing, which, mm-hmm. which is obviously what you do now. And like you've turned into your yeah. career. So how quickly did you realize that your marketing stuff was really what you were passionate about more than accounting? Um, like I said, as soon as I got into that, that internship in the Ole Miss athletic department, um, I, you know, started working after a few months and realized this is what I wanted to do. And I lucked out in that to graduate from the accounting school at Ole Miss, you needed to have a business minor and marketing was one of the options. And so it was like, ha, there we go. <laughs> like I, I could get my minor and get that formal education in marketing. Um, but the biggest thing I think, and I think a lot of other others would agree in this industry that you can sit in school all you want and learn, but you, you learn from doing and you learn from experience. And so, yeah, it was definitely that internship that really, really flipped the script for me and forgot about law school, forgot about wanting to be an agent and sit and talk contracts. It was, I want to play music. I want to write the scripts. I want to have all the fun and, you know, put on the show that is a a, a sporting event. Do you like, since you do like math and stuff, because there's usually a more of like research and like digit, there's like more of like a research side and then there's the more like really Mm -hmm. creative side. Like I'm not really into math and numbers. So I like coming up (laughs) with like ideas and like promotional stuff. So what side do you like more? Um, I think a little bit of both because I've always been one. I like to know all the information before I make a decision. Um, so I love coming up with creative, fun, out the box ideas. Um, it's, you know, probably one of the best parts of the job because it never actually feels like work. Um, but I do spend a lot of my days like looking at attendance numbers and doing research in, you know, out here up down in South Florida. So looking at weather patterns and, and histories and average temperature, like, all that stuff. That way I know whatever I decide to do on that weekend series for baseball, I am making like the right choice based on what average weather's like, what average attendance is like. So if I do do this promotion, this fun, exciting, crazy thing I want to do, people are going to you know show up for it. <laughs> so I think I teeter on the line of both. I love marketing because I like how it, I, I like to say it's kind of a combination of like psychology and then sales mm-hmm. and then Shark Tank, like all at the same time. <laughs> oh yeah absolutely absolutely it takes a little bit of everything which is you know again the fun part of it <laughs> yeah and I you mentioned that while at Ole Miss you worked as a marketing and fan experience student worker which is a very long title yeah. so would you be able to like describe like what all of those words mean all in one yeah sure so I guess we can kind of break it up into the two sides marketing and fan experience um so the marketing side of it it was you know out in town putting up posters and it was filling out fan packs and, and helping out with our kids club and, and that kind of stuff. So like your grassroots stuff, your posters, your schedule cards, all that stuff. Um, and then the fan experience side is so on game days, it was, you know, tabling out front and, you know, greeting the fans with a smile on your face and giving out the giveaways and then helping run the on-court promotions. So, you know, at basketball, for example, if we were doing a half court shot, it was making sure we had our contestant out there and that the camera was there and ready for it and that whole aspect of it. Um, By my second year, I actually, I learned how to play music. I I was playing music at volleyball. Um, So it was kind of all that stuff, like the the stuff that you don't think about that occurs during a sporting event that like, oh, wait, someone's actually doing this right now. That was kind of like our role to put on the show of, an event and besides the playing of whatever sport was you know on the field or court that's cool that you got it to do like a combination of the two especially at like a big school was it really fun to get to do like 
um, all this stuff for like, because Ole Miss is in the SEC, which is one of the biggest conferences right. in the country. So that must have been really cool. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, incredible. It, it, just the things that they do there. And they're still doing their, you know, like I said, I'm in touch with a few of them who are still there. And I mean, it's just, it's an amazing atmosphere and place to be. And it was such an incredible place to learn. I am so, so thankful for that opportunity. And was it a lot to manage with school and everything? Um, It was. And then it wasn't at the same time. Um, You know, you have to be really good at time management because school was hard and it was tough. It's a very intensive, the accounting program is a very intensive program. Um, But like I mentioned, all those people that I work for, Janice and MC and Kaylee, they were so good at at teaching you how to how to be the best at both and to give your all to both um, with also keeping yourself at the center of it. Um, so it was just a lot of learning, but I mean, like I said, it was, it was worth every second and you know, every late night in the library, totally, totally worth it. <laughs> um, you mentioned a bunch of women while you were talking. So do you feel like they made like a big impact on you? Like getting to, it's, it seems nice that you had like women role models like right away. Cause I know a lot of people don't always get that when they're working in sports and feel like discouraged, like, like you're alone, but it seems nice that you have people to look up to. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Plenty. And I had them. Plus I have, you know, my cousin who works in, for the Saints, his wife also works for the Saints. So I have her to talk to, too. It's it's absolutely incredible because it shows that, like, these women have amazing careers in this industry that I can do it, too. Um, that, you know, you had those people and there's so many people ahead of me and, and them who are, I mean, just setting the trail on fire for us women to just walk into this industry and, and do what we got to do to take up space. And after Ole Miss, you went to, I don't know how to pronounce it, Nichols State? Nichols, yeah. <laughs> okay, good try. So Nichols, Nichols State, which is in Louisiana. So I was going to ask you why you specifically go there, but it makes sense now you said that you grew up in Louisiana. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Nichols is in my hometown of Thibodeau. Um, but at the time when I was looking for grad school, I knew I went to get my MBA. And um, through the AD at the time, Matt Rome, who's now at Eastern Kentucky, I had gotten to know him through, you know, my dad. And there was just a, a good opportunity to go there. And it felt like the right choice because I had done it on, I had done marketing and fan experience on the big stage at Ole Miss in a Power 5 SEC program. And this was completely different. This was the FCS level. I was going, you know, in a, a step down division wise of, of college football. And it was an opportunity to learn in a completely different environment, a completely different setting, completely different market. You know, though it's still the South, people in South Louisiana are much different than people in Knoxville, Mississippi. Um, so it was to learn that whole area. And it was a good way for me to round out my experience in education and college athletics of, you know, seeing it on a different scale and on a different side. Did you know before like um, applying there, like that that opportunity would be there or did it all just kind of fall into place after you accepted and went there? Oh, yeah, no, I went, you know, had we had spoken before and reached out. I had gone home and gone to a bunch of Nichols games while at Ole Miss. Um, and it did, it lucked out for me that that opportunity was available um, at the time. I had, you know, we had, he and I had talked about where I wanted to go to grad school. Um, and he asked if I thought about going home and I wasn't opposed to going home because uh, it's home and it's great. I'm from a very big family. My entire family's there. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I was very fortunate that, like I've since I've known so many people in this industry, um, networking is a huge deal. Uh, so very fortunate that that opportunity was available um, at the right time for me. Did you do similar stuff to what you did at Ole Miss, or was it like completely different? 
So I actually did more of it my second year. My first year, I worked a little bit more in development, the donor relations side of it. Um, so it was event planning and, you know, helped out on football game days on field for on field stuff. Um, but it was a little bit of the different side of it, the development side. And while I did a little bit of social media stuff, um, was doing email marketing aspects, but it was more on that event planning side of things. But my second year, um, right after COVID hit, the marketing aspect had opened up at Nichols. Um, and so I kind of took on more of that role because I knew that's what I wanted to do and that's what I love to do. So I was back in script writing and game producing and the music and still doing a little bit learning graphic design, which because with accounting degree, I never sat and learned Photoshop or Canva or any of that stuff. So really got to hone in on that side of things, which was great. Um, and really learned how to do stuff like the harder, create more creative way kind of aspect with it because it was a smaller school with, you know, on a smaller stage and it was it was awesome. It was, you know, just as great because I got to do it at home and for four people that I had known growing up and around people that I had known for a while. Um, but yeah. I love graphic design personally. Like I'm super into that. Like I take classes in my high school. And oh, your graphics are amazing. I love them. Thank They're you. so great. Thank you so much. And um, I take like marketing classes. So I definitely noticed that those mm -hmm. two like mix a lot, which like helps. Oh. Like, because especially if you're into digital marketing, like into digital yeah. marketing, or even just in general, like coming up with things, like you, like everything's so, like, I don't know the right word, but everything's like <laughs> curated now. Like, yeah, it's not no, just definitely. like writing they, stuff for a newspaper. It's like so many things yeah, are curated. No. no, which is great. I think the avenue of, of creative, and we have a, a great graphic design and creative team here who, I mean, just do in, incredible things and, and, and to watch their brains work is awesome. Was it a big jump going from Ole Miss to Nichols State, which obviously there are two different programs, two different states, and was that like a big adjustment? Luckily, you lived like there, so you know like the target market and everything you're right. doing it for. Um, it definitely was a little bit just because of of the resource you had when you were at a big power five school to a smaller school, um, and just the area, like it. A little bit of, of different, a little bit of adjustment on like, I'd have a really great idea. And at Ole Miss, it was like, yeah, super easy to get it done. Where like here, it's like, okay, but how can we do it here on this budget or on this level? And so that was probably the biggest adjustment for me. Um, but I mean, yeah, moving wise, I just got to go home. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. There was no culture shock going back. <laughs> no, so at least you know, like who you're making stuff for and you know the area yeah. and everything. So that's fine. Definitely. Yeah. And now you're the, this is your title, you're the assistant director of marketing for the athletic yes. department at FAU. Yes, that is it. Okay, cool. That's what I saw on the website. So just want to make sure yes. I'm saying it. <laughs> yes, assistant director of marketing. So what made you want to like apply for the job in the first place? Since that's very different from the other two states you were living in. It's not home. Um, so it was my time by Nichols. I was coming to an end because I was graduating with my master's. Um, so I was looking for that next step and, and where I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to jump back up into FBS and, and get back up onto that, you know, trying to move back up to that power five level. Um, and Florida Atlantic's doing such incredible things right now and, and had heard of them before and had seen that name and was very interested. I figured it was the perfect next step for me. Um, plus, I mean, I live at the beach as we, you know, we always were winning in paradise. This is paradise and they're not kidding. It's absolutely gorgeous out here <laughs> yeah i see the signs um, so, you behind know, you that say like paradise 
<laughs> oh yeah, all her posters. Yeah, that's our, our winning in paradise, um, which we definitely are, and it definitely is paradise. Um, it's, I mean, who wouldn't want to live out in, in Boca Raton in sunny South Florida? <laughs> yeah, that, it's probably not snowing there where I'm. I'm in no, the not at all. And it's snowing, <laughs> and it's freezing <laughs> yeah. here. Today was probably the coldest day we've ever had since I moved here, and it was only like barely, barely got in the forties. Hmm. And it was probably 65 by lunch. <laughs> yeah, I went to school and it was about like 20 degrees this morning. Oh, yeah, no, no, definitely not missing the cold right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not very fun. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. I, I want to like, I'm looking to apply to more schools in the Northeast because it's closer to where I live. But my sister yeah. goes to school in South Carolina and I'm like really jealous of her all the time sending us pictures when it's like February and she's by the beach and I'm in a... Uh, big coat <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah it even they got cold back at, in south louisiana not too long ago and my parents were texting me that it was cold and i was like i'm at i'm at the beach right now like i'm, I'm really sorry but it's it's sunny in 75 here <laughs> it must be a lot easier to manage like the sports and marketing and everything because it's oh or like the fan experience and managing everything because it's always nice there like when you have outdoor stuff like i feel like you don't have to worry as much about oh my god it's gonna rain or snow we're gonna have to cancel oh, it, this it, you know, it, it pop up rain showers all the time <laughs> oh, really? all the time but with it being well yeah the big thing too with with it being so pretty here and with the beach and pools and all of that, it's actually like you find a lot of of different areas um, of getting, you know, of, of wanting fit, like trying to, you know, encourage people who are not fans to come out here and to come to a game. Um, but they've done we've, we've done a lot of cool things here. Um, we have like a voucher program that, you know, we can, we offer fans. You can claim four free tickets to any of our ticketed events, um, you know, one per season. And, you know, you, you kind of have to fight a little bit here, but it's it's awesome and it's a challenge and all of us here love the challenge and and are doing everything we can to you know get people inside our, our stadiums and arenas yeah i understand now what you're saying because when there's like if it's always nice out there's like so many different things you could go do and like so many different sporting mm -hmm. events because because if there's like you could go to the beach like there's so many choices you have so you have to get people to, oh, yeah. to go to your sports yeah Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, we put on a, if I do say so myself, we do put on some pretty fun shows and it's a lot of fun to be a part of FAU athletics right now. Really exciting time. And was your like application process to get in? Was it like really long? So oddly enough, it wasn't actually from the time I got my first interview to the time I moved out here was probably a month. Um, oh, really? It went super, super fast. Um, yeah. Which was, I mean, great. I was, so excited when I found out. So a little nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm moving very far from home. I never thought of living in South Florida, like actually and all this stuff. But it, once it, once like all the series of emotions went through, I was ready to get here and get to work. And what are your like specific responsibilities day to day working as the director yeah, sure. of marketing? So in the office, it's a lot of planning. Um, so creating marketing plans for the sports that I'm in charge of, um, doing research for those plans, like I kind of touched on a little bit earlier. Uh, email marketing, securing so emails, working with our graphic design and creative team um, to get graphics for those. And sometimes I'm writing scripts for our games and, and making the video board graphics for those and working with our video crew. It really just depends on the day. Sometimes I'm out with our creative team taking pictures for content or going get content. I'm with our teams out on campus promoting our games, kind of getting the grassroots side of things. It's Never, never a dull moment for sure. <laughs> it sounds like every day is kind of different. Like you have to be really flexible. Oh yeah. 
Definitely. Absolutely. Every day poses, poses some new challenges, which is great. A new, a new, a new task each day. Is it really fast paced and everything to get content out and make everything and come up with stuff? Um, in, sometimes, yes. Uh, like game days, like in games in those moments of situational, like, oh, we just went on a 10 point run. I got to keep my crowd engaged. I need to put on a hype song. Like I need to keep the energy levels really high in here. That's when it gets really fast paced and like sudden decisions and that kind of stuff. In the office, we're allowed to, we have a little time to plan and talk. It's a little, so it's not as like, you know, rush, rush, rush. And we like to sit and we talk and plan out and all have different ideas and, and different aspects. Um, but it's not as rushed as on a game, in a game scenario. It's actually pretty laid back, which is awesome. So what is it like during a game day? I know you said you do different sports. Would you be able to describe like one of them? Oh, yeah, sure. So I can do, I'll do football because it's a little different. Football's a different beast in college athletics. Um, and then I can do, you know, basketball or I haven't done baseball yet, but kind of have an idea of what that looks like. Um, so football game days, I am on the field. My boss, our um, associate AD for marketing, Rob Roselli, is up in the booth and he's calling for, you know, when we can do stuff on field, um, for when the band play. So I'm on the field helping run whatever's, you know, the pregame show, making sure band's on on time and off on time. We hold our team. We let the intro video run and then we hold our team to let our team run out. Um, anything, any presentations we do on field, uh, that kind of stuff is more of my football game day. So I'm on the field and in the chaos. Um, and then basketball game days are completely different. I'm at the table running music. I'm the one calling for our videos and calling for on-court presentations and that sort of scenario, um, which definitely a whole lot more stressful when you're in the game producer chair than when you're just being told what to do. Um, but I, it never feels like work. It is such a you get on like a game day adrenaline rush that it is it you kind of after you're like what just happened <laughs> but it was you know it's some of the most fun and like I said it rarely rarely ever feels like work it definitely sounds fun and how do you deal with the pressure of being in charge and like responsible for a lot of different things going on oh yeah um I definitely think my biggest thing is I try to stay calm um and try to think through it as much as I can to make the right decision in that moment even even when time's super crunched. Um, but yeah, staying calm and reasoning and just focusing on the task at hand and on the issue at hand and getting that taken care of. So, you know, whether it's in the moment, you know, a calm system went out real quick and I can't hear the video board person. It's coming up with a, a different plan in that scenario or, you know, other things, it's a little more laid back and finding, you know, this promotion can't happen for this game. So let's think of something else we can do. Well, okay, well, let's be realistic. What's going to come in on time? What's going to resonate with the fans? That'll get people to come out. You know, you got to sit a little bit longer and it's, you know, just making the most well-rounded decision that you can make. Have you ever had a situation where something went like completely wrong and you had to scramble to figure something out? I mean, all the time in college athletics, it's happened at just about every school I've been at. There's always been one moment. Um, Definitely, there's, there's been a few, but like I said, you just got to stay calm and do the best to just keep that clean show that at least, you know, your fans may not notice. We all notice because we're so nitpicky on every little thing that we do. Um, so it's just, no, like I said, remaining calm and doing the best you can with the best you got. And, you know, sometimes it is what it is. <laughs> do you have to manage the mascot too and everything? Like, so basically like anything performance wise? Yeah, so, like, we'll set timeouts for our cheer and dance teams to go out and perform. Um, mascots are a little different. They're actually with the university right now. But they'll come to our games, but they don't fall under us right now. 
Um, but it's great. They still show up. They're so easy to work with. It's a great staff. Love them over there. Um, but yeah, no, just about any little thing that you can think of that you wouldn't think needs planning is definitely planned. <laughs> yeah. It, it reminds when I went to, uh, one of my sisters, uh, at her college, we went to a basketball game and she's actually a cheerleader at her school. And she was oh, showing wow. me like their coach is like on a headset, talking, headset. Yeah. talking to the marketing person and like telling the mm-hmm. cheerleaders like when to go out and like what they're doing. And I was yep. like, oh, my God, like that makes so much sense. So they so they know like when to go. No, mm-hmm. And my mom's like, that's the person on the headset. Like that's like the marketing person knowing what to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's my pop star mic is what I call it. My headset. I love it. It's my pop star mic. Makes me feel like I'm a pop star. <laughs> Your pop star mic. Your Hannah Montana moment. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> What's your favorite sporting event to run? Oh, man. See, I haven't had a full year here yet. So like, I don't, I can't pick one just yet. Um, but I don't think every, every event is so fun and so different here. It's such a cool aspect here. Like I said, it's, it's such an exciting time to be at Florida Atlantic. There's such incredible things happening. So many cool people and talented people here that, I mean, I, I have fun at everything I go to, even working or not working. <laughs> and my last question, um, before we get into some general ones is, uh, what yeah. do you think are like important characteristics of like a good leader, like to be able to like run your team? Um, I think the biggest, you have to be a good listener because you don't really ever actually understand what's going on within your team if you don't listen to the people that you work with. Um, I think another big thing too is to be a team player. Um, I have, you know, two marketing assistants, two, uh, no, two more females in sports, uh, Maddie and Maya, and a, a whole group of interns with us. And I would never ask them to do something that I wouldn't do myself. Um, I, I think it's important to make sure that you know, we, we all are a part of the same team and we have one goal to accomplish and, and none of us are better than the other. Um, communication's huge. You have to be passionate about what you do because if you're not passionate, if you're not hardworking, it's hard to motivate those underneath you. Um, and just, you got to build those relationships. It's the biggest part of, of, of being a leader and of, of working and especially in athletics, it's, it's building relationships and connections because you really get to know people and you, you work better when you you know, know people well and can talk to people well. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's plenty, there's, there's, there's plenty, you know, you can be very intellectual or very, you know, book smart. I mean, there's, there's ton. I think it depends on your personality and the group you have around you. Um, but I, I mean, teamwork's the biggest thing. None of us, I couldn't do my job without everybody and not just in the marketing department in communications and ops and facilities. I mean, my job's not possible without any of them. That's so nice that you think of all of your people as like, you're just like all one team. Like you're, no one's better than the other. Like whether you're an assistant or an intern, like everyone's just like equal, all like for one goal. Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, yeah, there, there's plenty of times where I'm cutting flyers or rolling t-shirts and all things that I did as an intern at Ole Miss that like I did at Nichols as a grad assistant and I'm still doing now as an assistant director. Like there's no job too big or too small to accomplish the goal at hand. I want, you know, fans at my games. I want fans to have a good time. And, I, you know, we all got to do, we ever, it's all the same goal. Everybody has the same goal and we all got to do the work for it. And how crucial do you think your, like, past work experience are to you now as, like, an assistant director and knowing all of the things you did before coming here? Oh, it, it, it's huge. Um, you know, experience really is key, especially in this world of, of working in sports. Um, you know, like I said, the things that I did at Ole Miss that some of them, you know, were really easy to get done because of, of the resource I had in front of me that I didn't have at Nichols. So I had to learn a really creative, different way to, to do 
different things. Um, like for an example, at Ole Miss, you had click effects, which was a super easy way to play clips of songs, you know, walkout songs for baseball and softball, point songs after volleyball. It was you click of a button, it played for 10 seconds, and then it was done. I didn't have that software at Nichols, so I had to think of a way, like, how do I get this done? And I figured it out on GarageBand and, and iTunes and my baseball and softball teams had walk-up songs last year, and we had point songs after volleyball. And that creative, maybe not the easiest way, but ways to get the job done, I think is a huge thing because whether, you know, I'm, it's here or anywhere that, like, if the easy way doesn't work, I now know how to do it the hard way. Or I have the ability to think of, well, how can I figure it out? and do it to where it gets done. Doesn't matter how it gets done, but the job gets done. Um, so I think it's absolutely, it's, it's a huge, a huge role. And I think everybody in our, in our world would say that because you take so much from your past stops that you apply to where you are now. You definitely seem super passionate about like marketing <laughs> and like you're you seem, you. like yeah. super creative. So like what's your oh, favorite part you. about like working in marketing, like uh, specifically in sports? Cause you could work in marketing anywhere, but you chose to <laughs> Um, I mean, like I said, it's fun. You get to be creative. It rarely feels like work, but I think the biggest thing for me, so like I said, I started, my love for sports started with my dad at Astros games and those are memories that I'll cherish for a lifetime. He and I's relationship of going to, you know, we take road trips now all the time to go to events and the memories I have of just being a fan of sitting in the stands and, and loving every second of it. And that being, you know, with my dad and what that means to me, I get to have that opportunity to create that for somebody else sitting in my arena or in my stadium at my game that I get to create this atmosphere in this moment that, you know, either a daddy or a daughter will remember for the rest of their lives or a mother and son or, you know, friends, fam- anybody that, or even athletes, like in the moment, like, oh, I just hit a walk-off home run and I remember this song was playing. Like, just to create those memories that last a lifetime that I have and that I cherish so much and look back on and smile when I think about it, to create those for somebody else is like the most fulfilling thing for me. Just by using your garage band and playing this yeah, hey, you know, whatever, like I said, whatever works, you gotta get the job done. <laughs> It's super awesome that your story is, like, so specific about, like, your dad and how much he loves sports because that's, like, very similar to mine. Like, my family and, like, especially my dad, like, we love sports and we, uh-huh. like, we always we always talk about it and he made me love sports so much and, like, I'm so, and I'm, like, fans of the same sports teams that he was and, yeah. and sports has always just been such a big thing in my family that it's made me, like, want to do it now. And because oh, yeah. of, like, people like you, I'm, like, it's, like, there's a job out there. Like, there's a job out there for everyone in sports. <laughs> Absolutely. No, definitely. I mean, like I said, yeah. I mean, I mean, so my brother was the athlete. He was played football, was a state champion wrestler. I mean, he was he was the, the athlete of the family. But my dad laughs. He's, like, my son doesn't want to watch it. He'll, he'll do it all day, but he doesn't want to watch it. He's, like, I watch it with my daughter. And me and my daughter talk sports more than anybody. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I A lot of my career... And I think for the love of what I do, I owe a lot to my dad. What would you say to a female who wants to work in sports, but like may feel discouraged? Oh, do it. Absolutely. We're in such a great time to be a woman in sports. You have so many incredible people breaking glass ceilings, like Rachel Balkovic, who just got named as a a manager for a minor league team, the first female manager of a minor league team. You have Kim Yang. (laughs) Exactly. You have Kim Yang, who's a general manager of the Marlins out here. I mean, Jessica Mendoza and Melanie Newman just did the first major league female broad, like all female major league broadcasts. You have Sarah Thompson in the NFL and all the officiating incredible feats that she has. It's such a great time. There's so many people breaking glass ceilings and creating that opportunity for us to take up space in this industry that 
you got to keep your head up. You got to stay passionate and you got to stay strong. But I mean, it is so it's it's a great time to get in as a female in sports right now. Yeah, I started my podcast originally because I was like, oh, like, I want to be, like, a female, like, in sports and stuff. And I didn't think there was much out there. But then doing the podcast, I found that there's actually much more women than I thought. So much. Oh, gosh, yeah. So many of us. And it's it's awesome to see. <laughs> yeah, I think it's much more accessible, I feel like, now. Like, especially how many Instagram accounts there are. Like, just women's sports, more than just balls. And, yeah. just, and people just doing podcasts. Like, I just didn't know that was so accessible until I started my podcast. And how there's just so many women out there doing similar things that are so amazing. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's incredible. And, you know follow every Instagram page, every podcast, listen to all of them. I mean, it's so worth it because it's so inspiring and, you know, we can all learn from each other and we got to stick together. Us girls got to stick together in this place. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing we're going to get into is a quick game of this or that where you're just going to pick one thing between two things. Okay. So are you I'm ready? ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay. Ole Miss or FAU? Oh, that's too hard. Nah, I pick both. I think both because I love where I am now, but I mean, I wouldn't be where I am without Ole Miss. So that's, I sit 50, 50 on that one. <laughs> okay. We're starting off great. Um, <laughs> okay. Louisiana or Florida? Oh, I do love it here, but you can't take the girl out the bayou. <laughs> I mean, you can take the girl out the bayou, but you can't take the bayou out the girl. Louisiana for sure. The food's too good. I can't pass it up. Okay. Instagram or TikTok? Oh, I'm, I'm an Instagram. I love TikTok. It's been way too many hours on it, but I, I love a good picture. So I'm going to go with Instagram. Uh, breakfast or dinner? Oh, breakfast for dinner. I was literally just so about breakfast. to say that. Breakfast for dinner, breakfast all the way. <laughs> I love breakfast, especially up Northeast. We have the best bagels. So Oh, y'all do. Y'all so do. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. Um, vanilla or chocolate? Uh, chocolate. Yes, totally right. And then <laughs> the penultimate question, waffles or pancakes? <gasps> waffles. Yes, let's go. <laughs> waffles. Waffles for sure. Okay, so thank you so much for coming and being on my podcast. Oh, I'm thanks so for having me. That I got to talk to you, and you're super inspirational to me, and <laughs> I'm so excited that I got to talk to you. And thank you so much for responding and coming on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You're doing great. Um, I mean, this is a great way to, to meet as many of us as possible, and, and it's so awesome that you're doing this, and I'm very happy to be on. So if anybody wanted to find you, where could they find you? Yeah, sure. I am on Instagram and Twitter at Katie D. Bernard, K-A-T-I-E-D-B-E-R-N-A-R-D. And you could check out, um, where can they check out everything with FAU? Um, Y'all can visit FAUsports.com, FAU Athletics, both on uh, definitely Instagram and Twitter, I believe. I should know our Instagram handles by heart by now. Um, And we have a Facebook page too, but absolutely. It's a fun time to be in paradise. Everybody should come check. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Girl Boss. Make sure to share our podcast with your friends and family. That would be greatly appreciated. Our podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Please rate our podcast five stars and review it so more people can listen just like you. And check out our Instagram and TikTok, at M1 Podcast, ending with an S. And you can check out Katie on Instagram, at Katie D. Bernard. And I'll see you guys next week for another great interview. Bye! 